Folks, I'm also excited to announce that this podcast is brought to you by RX Bar. You've heard me talk about it in the show, um, but now it is official. So this episode is brought to you by the company I work for, RX Bar. Uh, if you haven't heard of us, you know we make most we're most well known for making protein bars with core ingredients right on the front. So you might have seen them before. They have the amount of egg whites, you know, nuts, dates. Uh, all the information of our core ingredients right there on the front of the packaging, uh, simple ingredients and um, bright colors is really the way I always like to explain it to people. Um, they have 12 grams of protein made with real simple food. We have indulgent chocolate sea salt, rich peanut butter and chocolate and tasty blueberry. But those are only a few. We've got thousands. No, just kidding. But with 17 flavors, there's plenty to choose from at rxbar.com. Rx Bar, simple good. And that's that's the uh, ad they wanted me to say. But I also wanted to go a little bit off the script. Um, you know, I've been at RX Bar now for almost three years. I have been, you know, into the health and wellness space for a while. And when I stumbled upon RX Bars for the first time, it was one of the, you know, first brands that I ever came across where they actually put the shit on that's in the packaging, the food you eat on the front. And, you know, after working there for three years, getting to know the founders, uh, you know, the executive team and working closely with all of them, um, it's it's really true. You know, the last main core ingredient we put on the front is no BS. And obviously, we all know what that stands for, but it's true. It's it's the way we operate as a company. We are very transparent and we don't lie about what we do and we don't lie about what goes in the food. So for me, it's been an amazing journey working at RX Bar, and I'm pumped to have them a part of the podcast. So, you know, everything in the RX Bar has a purpose, and that's something that I think really resonates with me. I mean, our egg whites are for protein, nuts are for texture, dates are to bind the bar, and everything is in there for taste. Um, so yeah, I, I'm pumped to have them a part of the podcast, Simply Finance with Shane White. Um, this has kind of been a dream of mine to finally start this and I'm and pumped to have their support. So everyone, if you want to check out, um, rxbar.com, I will add the link in the show notes. And of course we don't have just bars at this point. We have got lots of delicious and healthy products, including minis, which are smaller versions of our adult bar. We've got kids bars. We've got layers bars, which, uh, are this decadent combination of an RX bar with nut butter. Um, we have nut butters, uh, which come in single serve and multi serve, uh, and we have oats. So all of them come with simple ingredients. Um, they have, you know, the core ingredients on the front. It's it's the main component of our packaging and really the way we go to market. So would love for you guys to check it out. If you want to check out any of our products, you can go to rxbar.com and, and use code REALFOOD, R-E-A-L-F-O-O-D, 20 for 20% off all online purchases. So thanks, RxBar, for being a part of the podcast, and our show will be up right after this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. Today is another episode of my Founders series, and I was really excited to get Jake Rhodes on the podcast. If you haven't heard of Jake, uh, he's done a, a lot of different things in the, in the entrepreneurial space, excuse me. And the most common company that you might have heard of, especially if you're someone who listens to this that in any way, shape, or form is in a CrossFit <clears throat> or functional fitness for the matter, um, he is one of the co founders of a company called Bear Complex. And 
what they make is a variety of products, but they really got famous and onto this CrossFit scene with grips. And so there are these grips that you put on the inside of your hand and it helps to not get your hands tore up when you do workouts on like a pull-up bar, for example. He uh, now though has left Bear Complex and has started his own health and wellness company called Routine. And Jake goes into it in detail uh, in the podcast of what his new company that he co-founded with his wife uh, what they're all about, what they're creating. And honestly, I hadn't, I didn't know the depth of what Jake was up to with routine, uh, but it's really exciting and I'm pumped to see what they come up with. And honestly, their product that is launching in a couple of weeks that he hints to uh, is groundbreaking in a lot of ways for morning routines and um, overall health and wellness. So hope you guys love this episode. It was really fun to get to know Jake a little bit better and to learn about all the things he's done and the things he's working on. So give it up for Jake Rhodes. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. I am pumped today to have Jake Rhodes on the podcast. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. That's right. Um, Jake, would you mind just kind of giving a little intro to yourself and uh, explain to everyone a little bit about your background? Getting it? Yeah, there we go. We're having a little little technical difficulties. I think it's working though. Oh, we're here. I see you now. Okay. Sorry. Did you hear what I said? All right, very good. Yeah, yeah, I got it. All right, hey everybody. Uh, my name is Jake Rhodes. I'm born and raised in Indiana. Uh, for about the last six, seven years, been super involved in the fitness industry uh, with a previous company that I recently exited as of July 1st. So that was a, a fantastic uh, journey, I suppose you would say. And the last six or seven years have really been focused on the e-commerce space along with fitness and Rolling that in now to a new brand, which is called Routine, which is a daily wellness product that uh, maybe we can dive into that a little bit later, but always been an entrepreneur at heart. So kind of stuff that jacked up about and uh, developing and building brands. So happy to be here, Shane. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for that intro. And uh, thanks for coming on, Jake. Um, I I wanted to start off with uh, I'm from Indianapolis too actually so I was curious where in India you're from. Yeah, so I went to Lawrence North High School, so on the northeast side. Graduated in 2000. Um, so been now now we live up in West Indiana, so Crown Point area where my wife is from. But uh, my parents and and everybody are still down in Indy, so get down there fairly regularly. Love it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm from Greenwood. So like the South side. Um, but then after Purdue, me and my wife actually lived up near there. So we actually lived by like, uh, the South Keystone. side. Yeah. And then we lived up, up by like the Keystone mall and then, uh, lived in Carmel for a year. So we've been all over the place up there, but yeah, my family's it. all still there and uh, we're actually coming back this weekend. So, um, Oh, nice. Gotta love go. Indy. Yeah, no doubt. Awesome. Um, well, it was funny. I was trying to, I was putting together a little bit of your background. Like I always kind of go on here with like my founder series It's kind of like love to hear your story and where you've came from and you, you already mentioned it, but the one thing that stood out to me is it seems like you've been an entrepreneur 
you know, from the start. And I, I read on, I think it was on Bear Complexes, um, or maybe it was your LinkedIn about you start, you actually, your first endeavor was starting, was, did you start like a, a premium purse business in college or something along the lines of that? <laughs> I did. I went out to city and uh, anybody's ever been out there or been to Canal Street, you can anything that you can so to speak. So college started up a designer purse brand, which is the knockoff Louis Vuittons, Gucci's, Prada's, Coach purses, all the mom, sister, the best and bought rented a storage unit at our apartment complex there and hung a bunch of nails on the wall and basically set this up as like a store and oh. would do purse parties on the weekends. We'd go to we'd go to sororities. Um there was a restaurant in there called like a pool. Every Wednesday night I would go there and uh ladies drink their martinis and for the it was a pretty wild deal. But oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I'm sure out. that was a so, great intro into uh, being an entrepreneur, though. It's kind of hustling there while you're in college. It was better than it was jobs you could do, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, it was a good business. Uh, you know, you could you, you run the risk of getting in trouble a little bit, but I went to University of Southern Indiana in Evansville. So, okay. Uh, you know, I would, we weren't too much on the radar. So. Right. <laughs> a, little, a little off the main, the main strip of uh, focus. I, um, yeah. So then it seems like from there you, you know, you worked in sales for a little bit and then you, you've owned like a printing supply company in the past. You've done a lot of different things. So you, you did that and then you went into healthcare. And then, so the two major things I thought would be awesome for the audience that I thought you could get into is obviously what you hit on. Like after that, you decided to start a company called Bear Complex. Would you want to give everyone like a little, you know, download into what that was and what the mission of that, that company was? Say, say it one more time. Get oh, sorry. Into- I know the connection's a little, yeah. little shitty today. Um, I was saying, I, I know you started your own printing supply company that did right. well. Yep. And then you worked in the healthcare industry for a little bit. And then the kind of the two things we talked, we we're going to talk about a lot today are, you know, Bear Complex and Routine. But Bear Complex, I'd love to know just kind of, uh, give everyone a little intro to like what that was. I actually have, I have mine here. I'm a big fan. Ah, there I've, been you using, go. <laughs> I've been using mine for a while and I love them. So I love, love it. Maybe just a little intro to what, the, what the company of course. Is. So, so that was a fantastic ride. Uh, I was involved in that project for about five and a half years. Uh, but, but really what it was is I, I was an avid CrossFitter still am to this day. Although, uh, the older I get, the recovery makes it a little more difficult, but sure. I, I was always one of those guys and my hands would rip up anytime on the pull-up bar, you know, whether I was doing 10 butterfly pull-ups or, or a hundred, it didn't matter. I was going to tear up and every single pair of grips that I ever wore, they're always trash. They would rip at the seams. They would fall apart. They were nothing special. And one day I was sitting there after a garage workout in my, in, in my garage here. And I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way to make these things. And at that time I had no experience uh, selling anything really online, you know? Okay. And, uh, but I was listening to a lot of podcasts similar to this that were, you know, had people 
talking about how to sell things online and e-commerce and Amazon and all these various different channels. So learning about that and trying to create a product at the same time that was unlike everything out on the market, we finally got it established. We got the product and put it to market and immediately it just, it just took off, right? Because it was, it was something different than what everybody had been used to, which was fantastic. So we had some proof of concept at that point, which everybody needs. And then, you know, we just, at, at the same time, um, we'd work and be in hospitals all day and in scrubs and calling on, calling on doctors and heart okay. surgeons. Yeah. And then in the, in the afternoons and evenings, we'd be working on the product, packing orders, had the wife involved, had kids involved, everybody it became kind of like a family business with, uh, my former business partner and things were great and it just kind of snowballed. And then we added more products and started doing more and more events, which was fantastic because you got to meet some of the coolest people in the world. Got to meet a lot of these athletes, create relationships, got to travel all over the place. You know, we went all over the, uh, all over Europe, all over the world, you know, different wow. places. It was, it was fantastic, you know? So, um, Super grateful, super blessed to have that opportunity and to build something kind of from the from the ground up. So, yeah, no, that's fantastic. I know it's, it's cool. Like for people who are watching, I mean, you can see it on the video. They're basically grips, and you guys have this like it was two and three hole um, design, right? That was patented. Yep. And so, yeah, for like anyone who wears this under your hands, it just allows you to like basically, as as uh, Jake was saying, like not get your hands tore up on a pull up bar. What I thought was cool though is. It seemed like to me, you guys founded it in 2015. What do you think some of it was, you know, timing? Cause you seem like you guys got into a, an awesome time when CrossFit was really like really getting steam. And I'd be really curious when you guys, you know, got proof of concept and launched, how did you guys kind of like infiltrate yourselves into the CrossFit and functional fitness world? How did you guys go about doing some of that? So great question. Yes, I think, I think it was perfect timing because that's right when kind of the peak of CrossFit, the buzz was was really popping as far as that goes um then the next step was hey we have a really great product but how do we get it into the hands of people right, right. and the social the social proof is super important but a you know say we give you a pair of grip shane and you go to your gym and you have you know 15 20 people in your class and you're looking at all your buddies and you're like hey you got to get a pair of these right? This is so much better than everything else out there. Uh, it's changed my life, you know, and in, yeah. in a very small scale, it, sure. it makes a little change in your life. But that that kind of snowballed. Uh, aside from that, we needed somebody that would, that had some recognition, kind of like an influencer. Right. And okay. uh, fortunately, at that time, uh, Nick Yorankar, nice. who's from South Bend, Indiana, who's not too far away, um, was right here. And we had met him at a competition that our, our local gym had thrown and, you know, made some connections there and actually gave him a pair of grips to try. And he said, I love everything about these, but I won't wear them. You fix that. I'll be on board for this whole thing, which was great feedback from a super high level CrossFit Games competitor last year he won the uh, the Masters thirty five right. to thirty nine. 
and sorry, he's been, in the, he's been in the sport for a long time. Real, real quick, you cut out a little bit when you when he, he said he won't wear him until something. I missed that part. I feel like that's important. There, there was one piece with the strap that he didn't like. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. And he said, he said, if you fix that, I'll be completely on board. To my wrist right there, which is why we always move the buckle to the outside. Got so it doesn't it. dig oh, yeah. in right under your wrist here. For the right. for the for the people that are just just listening, if you have a buckle right under your thumb and you're doing high volume pull ups, it'll just dig right in right there, and it's it actually gets quite painful. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, got it. Okay, so th- th- basically this was on the inside originally. Cur- well, actually, yeah, one was on, one was on. Uh, they were both like, like on the left side. So on one hand, it would be under your thumb, but on the other hand, it'd be under your pinky side, you know? So we had to flip them both the pinky side. And that was just something, it it seemed silly at the time, but it it makes a ton of sense now, you know? And it's it's little things like, it's little feedback like that, that that make a difference, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny to think that something as small as where that little buckle goes from a, you know, a high profile athlete can kind of change the whole design of a product. Right. So that's really cool. So you got some early feedback, uh, getting Nick on board. Yeah, that's huge. And then it seems like, I mean, you know, I work at RX bar, so I definitely understand kind of the the cult following that is CrossFit and that's the way it seems like a lot of brands have been able to, you know, get in and have early success. And then it's like very explosive the way you can kind of hit that whole demographic is, um, what was it like, you know, getting a few athletes on? I know you guys, I mean, Bear Complex today, at least, I know has a lot of high profile at games athletes that are, uh, are wearing them. What was the process like growing it? Like, I'm sure after 2015 and getting Nick on board, I'm sure was that an explosive time for you guys? Yeah, that was big because to have somebody that has a social following, you know, that is, is, is a, a veteran in the sport, to promote and to stand behind your product was huge, you know, for us. And it, and it really gave us a little bit of a boost. Aside from that, we were doing uh, local competitions whenever we could to stand up and just go out there. And I, I feel, I, I still feel to this day that that was like our best opportunity to connect with the community sure, um, at these various different events, whether I, I'll tell you, as a matter of fact, Shane, one of the very first ones we did was the South loop South loop games. Oh, cool. They're yeah. at Todd, Todd's, Todd's gym there in Chicago. And we went the night before, this is a funny story with our X bar. So we went the night before to kind of get set up. It was like a Saturday, it might've been Saturday, Sunday event. And we're getting set up right there. But also at the same time, there was another guy that was setting up all of the RX bars on like, uh, uh, on the counter. Right. Yeah. And that was back in the day when you guys had like the, the brown package, you know, oh, yeah, the little pouch, the original one that the original Peter and Jerry the original. made in uh, PowerPoint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was actually, it was Peter at that point. Oh, that's funny. It was that, that was dropping them off and getting it all set up there. But it, it's funny to come full circle. Obviously everybody knows what happened with that situation, but yeah. we were there like at the same time. And I, it was, it was right when they were kind of, you know, getting their start as well, but we were both just pounding the streets, trying to be as active as we could. That's you know? so cool. So, yeah. No, I mean, it seems like, yeah, it, it definitely seems like the, the crisscross I've heard of brands coming into CrossFit at that time, the ability to like go to events, 
meet people put like boots on the ground per se and like yeah. actually go meet people in the sport and to be able to give a product that you can pick up hand tell your friends about i mean i felt like that was you know it's it's not that that's obviously with covid today that's challenging but um sure. back then that was like some of the i feel like a lot of the very successful companies in the space were able to do that yeah fortunately we were we were in a position where everything because we were still at that time working our medical jobs and this was kind of on the side as it was continuing okay. to build uh but we were in a position where we could just dump everything back into it you know oh, and just yeah. keep re recycling everything and then just scaling up from there but we always had the the philosophy of just get the product out there you know i mean if right. there's a, a a regional athlete or somebody coming by the booth just give them a pair, give them a couple pairs, because you know what, they're a, they're an influencer at their gym or to their members, or maybe they own a gym or whatever, just give them the product. And yeah, it, it usually, it usually works itself out, you know? Right. So, well, the one question I've had, you know, I'm just curious is like, okay, something like in my space, like an RX bar, obviously, like you, if you like them, you probably will eat a lot of them. With these, yep. like, what's the normal, I mean, I'm sure it's different for every single athlete, obviously, depending on the use, but sure. like, do these, how long do these normally last? Like how often are people then coming back and buying another pair or is it like getting different types and, and different? Yeah. Mo sure. Most of the time we'd say six months, you know, okay. uh, but it all depends on volume and use. Right. It all depends on, you know, how active, how much stuff you're doing. I mean, are you doing a ridiculous amount of bar muscle ups and chest to bars? Well, then they're probably not going to last as long as, you know, somebody that's just doing, you know, regular pull-ups or, or something like that. But I, I think it's safe to say at least six months, you know? Okay. So Got it. yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Did, um, at some point, was there a pivotal point when, you know, I know you, you're married and have kids. Did you decide to leave the medical industry and pursue this full time? Yeah. So that was a, 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 a tough decision. It was, it was a bit scary because sure. you have a, you have a nice, medical sales job doing very well security uh, 401k and all that stuff right and it's it's like taking that leap um, to go for a passion project is, is kind of how it started but it had it evolved and at a point it became unfair to even my coworkers at the medical company, you know, okay. and, and my manager and stuff there and the doctors and the patients, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting pulled in two different directions right? and my heart's over here. You know, you want to go this way. I mean, if I have the entrepreneurial spirit, you know? Yeah, I can tell. Build, building is the fun part. You know, that's the exciting stuff when small little steps or, you know, you move this here and you see a result, you know, right. you move this there and something happens because of it. I mean, that's the exciting part. Yeah. So that makes sense. Did you, um, do you remember the conversation like with your wife, for example, when you guys <laughs> kind of like, all right, I'm doing this, I'm going to quit my job. We're going to do the grips full time, bear complex is yeah. my focus. Yeah. So traditionally my wife is more like the worry wart, you know, okay. she's like, Oh no, she's very reserved when it comes to this stuff where, and, and, and I got to say I am to a degree, but not as much as her. Um, and you know, she's concerned. We had, I, I've got two young daughters, um, right. six and eight now, but at the time when we did that, it was, they were like three and four. Um, 
maybe two and three, whenever it was, I can't remember, but you got two young kids, you got, a, you know, a house you got to pay for, you got all this, like, what if, it, what if something happens, you know? And right. I just, I was having a conversation uh, with somebody just the other day and I'm like, man, I, as far as I know, you only get one chance around this thing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you should never be in a position where you're, you're looking back and saying, Ooh, I wish I would have done this, you know? And I, I feel like we had it built up enough. that was worth the risk and worst case scenario doesn't work out. You still have the medical sales on your resume and you could go back to doing that. You yeah. Know? Okay. Would so, you, I know it's a, it's a, it's every situation's a little bit different, but do you have any suggestions for anyone else? I'm sure that I know in my listeners and just, you know, people that listen to this in general, um, that's a very common thing, I think, where people try something on the side and then they're doing a full-time gig. Do you have any advice on like how to like make that decision, make that jump, knowing everything's different for everybody, but just like what you, the way you thought through that and the way you kind of came to your conclusion? Yeah, I, I think for me, and, and, and probably for your listeners is you almost get a feeling, right? So, so maybe you're working a full-time job, but if you're in that full-time job and all you can think about is the other thing and you can't wait to get home to get on the computer or to get in your little lab and start drawing stuff out or start trying to create new products or, or do different things that are going to help other people, I, I think that's when you know. You yeah. know, I, I know, I understand the financial aspect and maybe you have to take a step back, you know, sure. to take two steps forward in that case, but it, and it's different for every situation, but I, I feel like you almost know because it, it, it consumes you. At least it did for me. You know, okay. it consumes yeah. your mind. Mine doesn't, mine doesn't turn off. And I, I, I suppose you're probably the same way, but yeah, definitely. The wheels are always, wheels are always turning, you know, always. and it's just thinking and not every idea is a good idea, you know, but yeah, if you get some social proof, I think you can figure it out pretty quickly. Got it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then, you know, the other thing I was curious of, you know, I mean, the, I think these are awesome they, for something as simple as a grip. And I mean, obviously the design is a huge piece, the way it's changed, like the way my hands get beat up. I've been curious, how did you guys think about, obviously, the, the name of this podcast, finance? Did you guys try to bootstrap this? Did you guys go through any money raising periods? How did you guys think through something like that for a product like this? Yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, fortunately, we were in a in a okay situation. And uh, we started with a with a small investment, um, 10,000 bucks to get a first order going. Okay. You know, which I, which I know is a lot of, I, I know is a lot of money, um, you know, and, but like I said previously, we had full-time jobs. So we were able to, once you sold through all that product, just double up yeah. and, and do it over again. You know? So I think the first time we started with 500 units, blew through those super fast and it was like, all right, let's order a thousand, blew through those and went to like 2,500, you know, and wow. you just keep scaling up, up yeah. and up and up. And then it becomes a point like, all right, starting to build a brand here, you know, having some brand recognition, like let's move to other products. Let's, you know, make a right. pivot and, and uh, bring, bring other thing. You're starting to build a community, which goes, I mean, you, you see that all the time with, uh, with brands, you know, they have something that's kind of the grips were kind of the, the rock star to kind of get everything going. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're still very well known for those, but it, it allows you to catapult other stuff, you know? So, right. Oh yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Um, I mean, that's, it's, it's kind of cool too. Like, obviously you are with routine. I noticed, you know, something like the grips, they, uh, they don't go bad. Right. So the other good thing there is like, you're developing a product that doesn't expire like food does. So, sure. um, to your point, I'm sure that helps like, you know, funding a run and then just working your ass off to sell it. Then you get money and make another one. So that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. I didn't know that. Um, and really the last the yeah. last thing I wanted to hit on with bear complex I know you you left in the summer and you mentioned that um yeah. was that was that to focus on your next endeavor routine or just curious on you know what made you it, feel like it was the time to leave that it it was it was it was a combination of a few different things but I, I kind of mentioned it earlier I, my wheels are always turning yeah right so I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I I wouldn't say that I board's probably like the the wrong word to use because I, I loved everything about what we did there, but it was more like I needed a new challenge. I wanted a new project. I wanted some other way to help people to create more products, you know, creating right. is the fun part, you know, yeah. and making something come to fruition. And if you would ask me, three, four years ago, if I would have ever been in like the supplement wellness space after everything I'd seen, I would have been like, no, <laughs> no way, no way in hell would I've ever done that. Okay. Uh, but there, there, there was a, a, a formula that I've been working on for a number of years and had the opportunity to start going down this path with it. And it's, it's going to be released here in about four weeks. It's in packaging oh, right now. Okay. But that, that is, the product that I have been just jumping to get, to get out there because there's nothing else like it. And it's going to change people's uh, it's going to change people's daily lives and it's going to keep them on their routine. Love um, it. Which is, is, is super, super exciting. So. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm sure that's what on the, like on, on your website, like the coming soon product. Uh, I went through that. I, I would love to even back up. So I know you, you this technically like the starting date is October 2019, but I'm I'm sure there was some back work before that. When did you really yep. start getting into it? And then the other piece, I know that your your co-founder is your wife, which I think is awesome. And yep. something that me and my wife have talked about for a long time, like that's both our long-term goals. We want to have a company together. And I would love to dive into that. So how um I guess when did you guys really start working on it? And like when did the idea come to fruition? And then what's it been like co-founding a company with your wife? Yeah. So the the idea came to fruition probably three years ago and it's just been kind of sitting there and I've been making little tweaks and, and it's a, a, a formula and I'll, I'll dive into that in a second, but it's been on the, on the back burner on the back of my mind for, for quite some time. And um, you know, it just kind of the stars aligned really after the CrossFit games last year, it was almost like, like I said, it just felt like it was kind of time. I, Felt like it was time to make a change. Uh, um, quite honestly, the travel and, and the events and things like you get a little bit of burnout with that. Oh, I'm um, sure. And and it was just like time for a new project. Like it was a fantastic run. Like okay. the amount of people you meet and, and the different things you could do. But it just felt like it was time to to move on to something else. So I told my wife, I was like, Hey, I think we need to give this a go. 
You know, there were two products, uh, which are two products right now, which are apple cider vinegar gummies and elderberry gummies that we could get going fairly quickly, you know, um, while we're working, while we're working on the recipe and getting the, um, the powder stuff ready to go. And, you know, she was on board, um, my, my wife, uh, you know, taught for 10 years and okay. our kids were, well, this year, this year is a little, you know, Strange. screwed up with, yeah. with COVID and everything, right. but it's given us more time at home to really kind of dive into some of these things. And it's funny because my wife always says like, oh, I could never do sales or I could never be in that, but she's selling all the time, but she just yeah. doesn't realize, it, you know, <laughs> I get it. Oh yeah. For <laughs> and sure. I'm like, she was, she just has that idea. Like I could go never, I, I could never go knock on somebody's door. You well, know, sometimes that. I think I that's just because what you're selling, like if it's something you don't care about or you, you're not passionate about, it makes it so much harder. I mean, I'm not a salesperson. Oh. I always have wanted to get into sales, but even being at RX bar, I've sold, like, I feel like I've sold RX bars, even though I'm not in sales. Sure. I'm just like always selling the brand and talking about it and giving it to people and going to stores and asking. I mean, it's just like, if you are passionate about something, it's, it kind of becomes part of what you just talk about and do. 100%. Yeah. Because you believe, you believe in the product, you believe in the brand, you believe that people can benefit from taking it. And, right. you know, quite frankly, people are hungry. So why not eat an RX bar yeah. versus, you know, that beef jerky stick or bat bag of chips or whatever you're going to have. You exactly. Know, maybe it's not, not as good for you. Yeah. So exactly. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been, a, it's been a good run. It's, it's taken a little longer than we thought things have been delayed, obviously with the, um, uh, uh, Oh, might've lost you there, Jake, the new stuff, which is going to be, Oh, Oh, you paused there. I think we're back. Sorry, folks. We'll be there. We go. We got you back. All right. You said it's it took it's been taking a little longer than you guys had planned, but yeah, supply chain stuff with with COVID and whatnot, which oh, is, got should it. be yeah. expected. You sure. Know? So yeah. that that kind of stuff happens, but. Uh oh. Oh, we back? There we go. I'm back. I can hear right. you. There we go. I can hear you. Your, your thing, your video is paused, but I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So now it's keep. We're still good. Yeah, I can hear you. Still. That's so strange. Okay. Sometimes the uh, the video doesn't come through, but the audio does. I yeah. I tell you, and and apologize <laughs> for the the listeners at home, but we live in a neighborhood here where. Uh, our, our district still e-learning quite a bit. Yeah. So there's kids <laughs> on this and everybody complains because everybody's internet is like shot during the day because so many kids are at home and, and I can only imagine, so, man. I know was, yeah. we were actually not to I'll go off topic, but I, you and I had chatted about possibly doing it in person. You threw that out there and that is something I'm working on to try to get people in the general Chicago, Indiana area to be able to do it in person. So hopefully next time we can do one, do one live. That'd be fun. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, so you, you were saying you're having some supply chain issues, not issues, but just taking longer than expected. Um, yeah. but what's it been like this year? I mean, I know it's gotta have been 
a, a, a challenging time, I guess, for better, better, no better words, um, to start a, you know, a, a company like yours during this time. Has it been difficult with COVID and everything going on? You know what? When March rolled around and it was, it was very hot with the um, kind of everything kicking off with COVID, our sales on our apple cider vinegar and elderberry gummies went through the roof. And it's, it's people, uh, you know, trying to be healthier, right. Um, you know, el elderberry is fantastic for like cold and flu symptoms and it's got zinc and vitamin C. Uh, so it's, so it's very good for that kind of stuff. And sales just kind of like took off. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like five X from where they were, which was amazing. Um, well that's, I mean, that's, that's wild to hear because um, that's something that on this podcast has been consistent is brands that I've talked to that have some sort of immunity power, better for you and e-commerce. It's kind of been like the, the key components of success during COVID have just sure. blown up during this time, which has been very interesting to hear. So I'm excited to hear that for you guys. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you can take a, a quick look at the, uh, you know, Shopify or through this whole time period right you know right. and see, see that the the big increase because people are buying stuff online now you know which yeah. i i honestly think is going to be a massive shift uh you know going forward as as many people do you know yeah so yeah i think if, it, if anything i mean it's the people you know people who are already buying online probably bought more online and then i it seems like the people who were hesitating to start using online to purchase things. Now this was kind of just a kick in the ass to go do it. And I think people are realizing just like how much nicer, how much quicker. Um, and you don't have to worry about going out in public and dealing with all the other COVID stuff. Yeah. You don't want to. So, um, right. No doubt. You know, it's an interesting time. I, I was, you know, obviously I haven't tried your guys' products yet, but I was looking through a lot of the things I, first of all, you know, I don't know the market extremely well, but, I have to imagine the, I guess for me, the idea of apple cider vinegar gummies seems phenomenal. Like we have yeah. apple cider vinegar here and obviously as anyone who's tried it, you're like, whoo, like you have to really like, it's like taking a shot almost obviously it's just so right. sour. How did you guys think of the idea of putting it in gummy form? It just to me seems like such a better way to take it. Well, obvi obviously apple cider vinegar is a, well, First of all, the, the benefits have been have been known for for dozens of years, right? That it's that it's great for digestion, detoxification. Um, it, it controls bloating. There's all sorts of different things. Uh, re helps regulate blood sugar. The problem has always been that it's very. You have to have an acquired taste to yeah. be able to just slam it back like a shot, you know. Right. Um, and because of that reason, um, it's it's been very difficult for people to take it. So we had a manufacturer that had some, had it in a gummy form. They taste fantastic. I'll send you some as soon as we okay, get off I'll of here. Thank so, you. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you can be all set up, but um, it just makes it a lot more convenient too. You know, okay. I mean, if yeah. you're, if you're, tra sure. if, you're tra if you're traveling, you know, you're not going to take a, a bottle of Bragg's apple cider through the yeah. airport. You can't do that. Like it's, it's a pain. Right. right. So, which to that point is, kind of our, our product that's going to be ready here in about four weeks is along the same line. So Shane, I've always, every single morning for probably the last five, six years, I take a shaker bottle with 20 ounces of water, 
put a uh, splash of apple cider vinegar, half a lemon, and Himalayan sea salt, right? Oh, okay. Shake it up first thing in the morning before, it, before you have coffee, before you brush your teeth, before you do anything. I do it every single day. Wow. And even before a workout. So I do it on an empty stomach. I, I do uh, intermittent fasting and stuff too, so it doesn't okay. affect you in that way. Uh, but during sleep, you lose a pound to a pound and a half of water while you sleep right? Okay. And it's because you're expelling vapors or maybe you sweat a little bit while you're sleeping. Um, oftentimes people weigh themselves first thing in the morning is because you're lighter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that, that little concoction that I've had, I've been doing for five or six years. The problem has always been any time you travel, yeah. stay in a hotel, you're on a, you're on a vacation, uh, you're traveling for a work thing. You're, off of your routine immediately, right? right? Staying in a hotel, you don't sleep, you don't sleep well, you're eating out three meals a day. Maybe if you can find a hotel gym that's worth a darn, you can get a little workout in, but you're off of a routine, whether you're on vacation or, or you know, traveling for work, whatever it may be. So I have been for the longest time trying to figure out a way, how can you get that all in an easy to go packet Oh, you cool. can get all that stuff with all six essential electrolytes. Yeah. And it doesn't, and it doesn't taste like apple cider vinegar. You know, it's got right. a nice lemon flavor. It tastes like a little light lemonade. So I've been working this. That's been the idea that I've been Very working cool. on. The, product, the product's called morning routine. So it's part of your morning routine. So when you travel or you're away from home, or maybe, maybe you're, you ran out of lemons, you know, yeah. And you don't have any lemons, you know, pop it open, put it in your water bottle, run out the door, whatever you got to do. But at least this one part of your routine can stay consistent, you know? Oh, I love that. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, man. So that's exciting. So that's the next big thing. That's the the one we've been working. Yeah, that's the one we've been working on for a long time here. And we're super excited because there's nothing else out there on the market like it. It's, uh, We've had, we've had a ton of feedback and people are loving it and already just want more of it. We just don't have it enough ready yet. So got it. Well, how exciting. Yeah, That's so cool. So four weeks from now, I'll, I'll definitely share it out when you guys launch it and, and get all I'd that love going. you. I'd love you too. Yeah. That yeah. We'll so get you cool. some of that too. We'll get you okay. hooked up. All right. Cool. Sounds great. No, I'm excited. So what has it yeah. been like? I mean, so, I mean, obviously you're, this is a passion of yours. You're, I can tell the excitement and just talking about it. How has it been, you know, this is really a family business right now, it sounds like. Um, yep. What has it been like, I guess, getting it off the ground and where you guys are at? Like, has, this, has there been, you know, any lessons learned or major takeaways so far? I know it's young and it's new, but. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the e-commerce side of things, so selling online, whether, you know, through multiple channels, um, that part we understand, we know how to do, we've done it very successfully with other brands in the past. And the supplement wellness space is a little bit different. Yeah, there's some crossover target market. Our target market for the, for these new wellness products is much larger, but it's, it's more so figuring out the systems on how to deal with uh, some, you know, some of these manufacturers because there's, there's more regulations you got to work through. There's more, There's more things you got to do even, yeah, even though that, that the FDA and for supplements is kind of a, a, uh, a toss up, you know, there's, there's many other certifications 
that you can do. And we're trying to make the cleanest possible product that's going to help people going forward to get them better in their day, right? And and that powder that I was talking about, the morning routine, zero sugar, by the way, too. Oh, love it. And that cool. was one of yeah, that was one of our big things. There's a lot of hydration products out on the market that are, if you look at them, and a lot of people don't, that are just loaded with sugar. Yeah, you know? oh, I bet. So, yeah, that was yeah. something that resonated with me. I mean, obviously, with just the RX background, um, just the simple ingredients. The big thing that you guys talk about that I, I think goes kind of overlooked that we do too is just like, okay, ingredients that you actually know what they are. That's a huge one. And I know you guys yep. try to do that. So that's exciting. Has that been challenging for you guys just from like a product development standpoint of trying to get this like type of combination for the brand to in place? It, yeah, it, it is 100%. And it's because you don't want to sacrifice some of the other things, you know? Uh, yeah. Could, yeah, could we right. put six, could we, could we put six grams of sugar in this and it tastes like Kool-Aid? Yeah, you could, but then your first ingredient is going to be cane sugar. And I don't want that for myself, for my family. And I, I'm pretty sure I don't want it for anybody else's family either because it's, it's, it's toxic, you know? So what we wanted with this was to have the natural clean ingredients, but also kind of have like a, a natural taste to it almost, you know, I don't want it super hyper sweetened. You want it to be, you know, good and clean and refreshing, but also where you can taste some of that fresh organic lemon in there. You can taste some of the apple cider vinegar, although not over like, you know, if you were going to take a shot of your, the one that's in your cabinet, you know, so it has been tough and you have to be tough with these manufacturers to really stress your point and, and get it the way you want it. Yeah, no, I bet. I mean, have you had to like, is that consist of a lot of like going on site and being there and working with manufacturers? And I'm sure has that been more complicated with COVID? I'm sure that's not as simple as it probably yeah, used to be. It's, yeah. And I think that's delayed a little bit too. It's, sure. uh, there is a lot of back and forth because when you get samples, like I, I could try all the samples and I could give them, I could give them to you. Okay. Well, that's, that's two people that is tasting it, but how about the masses, you know? Yeah. So I was, we were giving it, I was giving it to my daughters. I was giving it to people old and young. I was giving it to people at the gym. I was sending it to friends down in Florida and in South Carolina. I was taking it different places and having people try it and give their honest feedback. And don't be scared to tell me that this sucks, you yeah. know? Oh like, yeah, right, sure. You need tell, that. Tell me this is, tell me it's gross. Like be honest, like tell me why you don't like it or why you do like it. And, you're not going to, you're not going to please a hundred percent of the people a hundred percent of the time. And I get that too. You're trying to please as many people as you can while keeping a, a nice, simple, clean product. And at the end of the day, when telling people what's actually in like a product like this, you know, organic lemon, apple cider vinegar, sea salt, you know, all six essential electrolytes, all of that, right. then you're like, I mean, you're actually getting nutritional benefit from it. So. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is the um, is the is the plan for you guys? Um, obviously, like it sounds like the major thing coming up is the new product launch. But then, what does like distribution and go to market look like for you guys? Being in the industry you in, you're in, is it 
is it really focusing on e-commerce, your, your own D2C site and Amazon, or is it, I'd be curious to know you're trying to get into stores and you don't have to tell, you know, too much if it's, if it's a little under the sure. still, but just curious on how you guys are thinking about that. No. And that's a great question too, because you know, this is, um, although with previous companies, we've had some distribution and some large companies, it, you have to have that social proof, you know, uh -huh. so you got to build up, you got to build up, you got to show that you're selling stuff. You got to have people asking for it. So first and foremost, online, getting that taken care of, right? Getting some sales, getting in the, in the hands of people. And then shortly thereafter, once you have some of that, you know, going and, and trying to make some of those connections and relationships and, and getting in with some of the, you know, the, the big box stores and, and mom and pop shops and, you know, get it anywhere, anywhere you can get in. That's a good fit for the brand and a good fit for the company. But I personally think you got to get the volume up and start doing it where these, these bigger, uh, these bigger stores can, can look at it and say, okay, we need that now. You know, Got people it. are asking yeah. for that, you know, and right. I mean, shoot, you guys, you guys over at RX have done it masterfully, man. I, I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing RX bar, you know? Yeah, we have uh, it. Which is, distribution was the game. When I, I joined in 2017, 2017 and 18, it felt like just like every day yeah. someone was like, Hey, we're in this, we're going to be in this. It was like, it's, it's, it's wild. And I had never known this. I came from like two big corporations on the other side of it. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild in like our industry of just like, you know, health and wellness, you know, if you can get traction, especially online, and then you kind of prove the concept that way. I think what's wild about e-commerce is you get to learn a lot more about your clientele that you can't really, yeah. like, if you're in a big box store, you just kind of assume the clientele of your product is the same as what people generally think of, you know, the clientele of that big box store. Whereas 100%. online, you can get so much more detail behind the types of people, the demographics, where they're buying it, who the ate. It's just wild, the amount of information you get. And then, yeah, to your point, then you can really, I mean, if it, if it goes well and you get the volume, then the big places want you and they start asking for you. And they, that I, I can only imagine from a sales perspective on, the, on being on the flip side of that, how powerful that could be. 100%. Yeah. And I, I think to your point about like the demographic who's buying online versus in store, they could be completely different too, yeah. because, right. you know, I mean, my wife, for example, if she needs something, I opened up a box the other day and it was shampoo, right. Okay, and it was yeah. from Amazon, you know, and I'm like, you couldn't get, she's like, well, why not? They ship it right here. Like, otherwise I'd have to go to target or wherever to go get it. She's yeah. like, I can get the same stuff delivered to the door. I don't have to go anywhere. Well, there may be other people, you know, wherever they are that want to go to the store and actually grab it off the shelf. And you're right. You can't, you, you have no idea of really figuring that out at this point. So. Right. Yeah. And then to your point, if I think, I think if you're a brand starting off in today's world, now we're in this like, you know, mid to hopefully getting later into the stages of COVID, I feel like you have to have an e-commerce presence. I mean, that's just yeah. obvious at this point. So um, excited to hear all that. I'm very pumped for you guys. I mean, this sounds like an awesome endeavor. It sounds like you're fired up about it. There's lots of cool things you're working it. on. Is I know this, this upcoming powder product is like the main thing you're focused on. I'm sure you guys, yep. do you guys have other innovation in the pipeline yep. and things you're thinking of? I'm sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So once we get this one up and running, there's a series of four others that are going to be following right behind it. So very cool. It's, it's, it's been more just getting, this one off the ground and get it going so that we can you know focus on the next and you know you got to get this one dialed in and do a good job 
next because you don't want to spread yourself too thin with too right. much stuff. But I guarantee you, I mean, there, there's nothing else like it out there. And we're just trying to make the cleanest product available while keeping it super simple. And like you said, being able to, to you know, say every ingredient that's on there, you know, yeah. and recognize it and know that it's common, simple ingredients, you know? Right, right. No, that's, that's what fantastic. it's all about. Exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like you're in the perfect place, perfect time. And especially, honestly, I think that type of product in today's world, I think people just want more and more of that stuff and so the easier you can get it and make it a part of your routine uh the there better you go. it will be so i love it i love it um i always have a few end of podcast questions i'd love to ask you especially as an entrepreneur sure. and someone who just seems like you're on top of your game and and i love to dig into a little more um for you i mean i know you've had you obviously started a company that was very heavy in crossfit and functional fitness for people who are also into crossfit functional fitness I'd be curious to know like you know, where do you get your training? How do you program like training or do you use like tools, apps or someone's programming? I always think that's a fun question to ask. Yeah. So our gym, I go to top fuel CrossFit here in, in, uh, Northwest Indiana and Dustin, our gym owner, he uses, uh, chalk, Ryan Fisher chalk programming, yeah, Love it. which is pretty, pretty good stuff. And it's cool because he's got he's got a few different levels of things. So there's like CrossFit and then there's like uh, there's like a sweat, which is more body weight or lower weight kind of stuff. If you're looking for just like a 35, 40 minute, just burner of a workout. Yeah. I love those low impact. Um, so we use that um, big fan of Ramwad have, okay. have been those guys yeah. over there. Those guys over there are great. Um, do you use Ramwad? Have you tried any other one? I know I'm using GoWad right now, but I've been I'm trying. I'm trying all of them. I, so I've only I've done uh, Kelly Starrett's and GoWad, but I didn't oh, yeah. try Ramwad. Yeah, I have uh, not tried that one. I've just I've been with Ramwad for a while. We've known those guys for a long time. So cool. Okay, I'll check. They've that always out. they've always taken they've always taken care of us. And then uh, lastly, Open Gym. If you've heard of that, yeah, yeah, uh, those guys are cool. like and. Uh, Matt Hewitt. Yeah, yeah. They're awesome. And that's just shoot, man. They've, they've blown up during this time too, because it's so much like body weight stuff that you can do. They also have a uh, higher level, like CrossFit stuff. If you want to throw a barbell around, but my wife loves that. Love um, it. Yeah. I, they came out at a perfect, talk about timing. I remember when they first launched, I followed them and I was like, Oh, this is interesting. But like, you know, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to know if people would do this from home and then COVID hits. It's like, boom, what a great time. Yeah, to have no doubt. Such a good idea. Um, what about for you, do you have anything that you suggest to the audience along the lines of, I always say in the realm of like books, podcasts, or anything knowledge based that you, that you like commonly gift or share with friends? Yeah, 100%. So, uh, this year I told myself that I was going to read a book every two weeks for the entire year. Right. Nice. Yeah, love it. I did one a month, so you're you're twice as fast yeah. as me. <laughs> well, it's it's been like, you know, it's it's, it's tough to, some days to like carve out the time. You know, right. I've always been a big reader, but it would go like in spurts. So you know, if you try to say, I I just say twenty five pages a day. Okay. You know, if you yeah, do that, it. then then most of the time you're gonna you're gonna bang one out in two weeks. Right. right. So there's a uh, there's a couple of them. Well, first of all, my favorite book of all time is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. People have about the Nike. Yeah, I still have not read that. I need to buy it because I've had that. I've had that suggested on here like multiple times. Yeah, okay. I think if 
if uh, if you can get that, it's just amazing because Nike almost never became Nike so many times, man. Got it. It's it's okay. incredible incredible what he went through back in the day when. I mean, you couldn't pick up a phone and call your manufacturer. He yeah. got in a plane and flew all the way across the world Damn. to go figure out okay. what the hell was going on. Got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. True. Times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, that one. And then one of my other favorites is um, A Ride of a Lifetime, Bob Iger, the oh, uh, yeah. Disney CEO. Yeah. Man, that's fantastic, too. That dude's okay. sharp. Ride of a Lifetime. Um, and then this one, Outliers, I just which I got off that. your. Your Did podcast. You? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't read I haven't I haven't read it yet, but it's laying right here. So Exciting. It's, it's on deck. Yeah. yeah but I, I just had my funny. last I, guest uh suggest it and then um you posted it and then I was like shit. Okay, he's posted it. Everyone I so I bought it. It's on my bookshelf right next to me. So that's my next one. Yeah. I, I, I posted something about this and you know, thank you guys for the for the heads up, you and Frazier. And I can't tell you the amount of comments I got, like, oh man, it's the best, you know. So, so I'm I, looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah, that, that, that one has gotten, that's, that's been the most suggested book on here by far. So I'm excited to, yeah. uh, to, to add that to the list. And I'll definitely add all of those to the show notes for people to find. Um, I love it. Appreciate it. And then the last question I love to ask. Um, so someone like you, you're obviously into a lot of different things. You've juggled lots of things. And then, you know, on top of that, you're a married man with kids. What, tools do you use for like daily goals tracking daily tasks like is it as simple as like i do some bullet journaling stuff do you do yep. apps like what, what's your like thing that like keeps you on track every day i do the uh the panda planner if you've heard of that no i haven't it's uh there there's a million of them out there uh but buddy of mine brad down in he got me that one and it's like a day you do like a weekly uh you do like a weekly kind of layout of your week and then okay. you go through every morning and you write, you know, write down affirmations and uh, your top three goals of the day. And it could be anything from, you know, I want to make sure I get in the gym. I want to make sure I drink water. I want to make sure, um, you know, I tell my kids I love them, whatever it may be, you know, to make sure you're staying on that stuff. Um, but it's kind of like a daily journaling thing. And okay. I, I feel like it helps you it holds you accountable and then you can go back at the end of the week and you know you can check off at the end of the day like different things you've done yeah um i do that and i, I tell you the other thing i've gotten into lately is uh the call map have you heard of that no i haven't heard of either of these yeah so the call map is is um basically it's it's they've got all sorts of stuff different music and meditation um it's oh, like calm, a meditation app, you know, with app. different breathing techniques. Calm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Calm, he said calm the call, app. call map, calm app. Uh -oh. Yes, 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 yes. I have heard of that. Yeah. I use Headspace, yeah. but I, I've never used that one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, with American Express, they said here you can have a free year of it. So I got it and everybody always talks about meditation and I'm, I'm not as good as I, I should be. I do it a couple of times a week, but man, it really get you in a in a space just to kind of calm down and kind of reset throw in your airpods and yeah kind of zone out a little bit so i've been big on that lately okay yeah i love that i know uh meditating has become like a probably the last uh, i don't know two two to three months for me i've really tried to make it a daily part of my routine and uh i don't know what it is i talked to my wife about it the other day it's like it's the weirdest thing it's almost created in my life like this 
it's I, I told her it's almost like a pause that I'd never had before. Like if something is coming in that's stressful or hectic, I, I feel like meditating has created this like moment of like, I like stop and something is triggered and I think about it and then I respond. It yeah, doesn't stress no me out as much. And I just like feel like I'm handling it not like work, life, gym, whatever it is. Um, it's like a weird intangible thing that it's doing. It's really cool, but I love that. Yeah. So that's a good app. I know I've heard tons of people talk about it. So I'll yeah. definitely post that in here too. Love awesome. It. Love it. Well, Jake, thank you so much. This was a blast. I'm glad we got to do this. Of course, um, man. And I would love to do it in person at some point when uh, things calm down and I get my setup complete. That would be, that'd be fun to do. Yeah. I'd love to come check it out, man. Or just be a fly on the wall. If you get some other guests in there, man, it's always, yeah. it's always fun to talk about this stuff. You know, I know, oh, I sure. know you enjoy it. That's, that's why you started it, but this stuff gets me excited, man. And I love the fact that of, of new entrepreneurs or people just taking a risk, man, like just go for it. Yeah, you know? no, I love it. I think it'd be fun to get some people in person, especially just in the area or people that come through Chicago and things kind of get back to normal ish. I hope um, yep. to have some round table stuff like this to talk. I think like people that are in similar industries could have a lot of, I think we could all share a lot of tribal knowledge. Um, Cause you know, if we're not directly competing, I think we could all actually help each other a lot. So that's kind of another 100%. thing down the road and- I'm working on. Yeah, that'd be great, man, because the reality of it is, is there's not a lot of people doing, you know, this. I mean, there are a lot of people, but there's yeah. not a lot. You know, I can't talk to, you know, the neighbors across the street or, you know, there's not a lot of people kind of in the grind, you know, doing that kind of stuff. So to yeah. bounce ideas and find out what worked, what didn't work, it's always fantastic. Right. So. Yeah. And I think it's fun. I mean, this, this podcast has been a blast. Uh, you know, I think we're all like in this grind of like working at home and like, just a lot of interactions that we used to have by just doing work, I feel like is kind of, it's, it's just not as common anymore. So this podcast has been fun to just have conversations with cool people and, and keep that, uh, you know, that, that whole thing alive. So thank you so 100%. much. I appreciate the, taking the time. I know you guys are hectic and trying to get these products up and running, but um, hope you enjoyed yep. this. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me anytime. Awesome. Thanks, Jake. All right, Shane. See Take ya. care, bud. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you loved that episode with Jake. Today, uh, we have a few show notes. And if you listen to the ad in the beginning, we have a new link in the show. Uh, Another thing that I've been getting feedback on as well is I ask all these founders and athletes and so on, you know, their favorite books and some of their favorite tools and tricks. But I've not done a good job of adding those links uh, in the show notes. So, going to have a little bit longer of a agenda to talk to you guys about post show. So as always, um, I have the links to bear complex and the the links to routine for the companies that Jake has worked on that we talked about in today's episode. As always, uh, we have the Robin hood, uh, link. And that is really, if you want to get started with your investing journey, you can click the link, get a free stock and start working on Robin hood. And then, as always, the COVID stock market rebound tracker. It's where I keep track of all my personal investments. Uh, and it's a great spot for you to get ideas on new stocks and uh, new companies to think about investing. I am recording this after the episode I just recorded with Jake. So I don't, off the top of my head, remember the books and the tools that he talked about, but they are in the links this time. And last but not least, want to uh, basically remind you that there is a link to RX Bar, who's our new sponsor and a new um, company of focus on the podcast, the company that I work for. And I was excited to get them on board and allow me to talk about them. So you'll find the link to rxbar.com in the show notes. 
and start to learn all about our RX Bar products. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have another episode here in the coming days. Another exciting um, founder of a beverage company. So give you a little sneak peek. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon.